Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this bonus episode of Ghost of the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I'm Phil Sams. Thank you for checking out this extra episode. This is going to be what I call a throwback episode. This is a previous episode that I did that covered an interesting topic and it had an interesting interview who with Amy McCole, who I love to talk to all the time. Um, she's fascinating. But the first part of this episode is about a fascinating topic that came to me through some notifications or just, how did I find, yeah, just, I was just Googling um, some topics and this, I came across this and it was fascinating and kind of out there and shows some of the craziness that surrounds the paranormal and that topic is the Satan UFO connection. So I hope you enjoy this throwback episode and I'll be back after I play it. Now, every now and then, you know, I cruise the internet looking for paranormal stuff just to either share or talk about or give me some ideas for a show topic. Something came across my screen that I wanted to share with you guys. And also, I did share it on Twitter. So if you don't follow me on Twitter, be sure to head over to Twitter and follow me. My handle is at night underscore ghost. Give me a follow. I try to interact as much as I can, but I come across these things and this popped on my screen and I shared it on Twitter. So I, and it got a lot of response on Twitter. So I wanted to, you know, include it in an episode and talk about it. And since we, we all know that, like I just stated, and I've stated in past episodes, there is a demon craze going on. It's interesting to people. They want to hear about that kind of stuff. And that's what draws views. That's what gets people talking about it just you know the sinister nature of it people are looking for that kind of stuff because it, it entertains them and so i came across this what appears to be a uh, letter i believe or yeah a letter to the times union and i believe that's out of new york somewhere somebody on twitter said it was close to them that was their hometown newspaper or something to that effect but so basically the the gist of the letter to the this particular publication was talking about Satan and there is a UFO connection with, or the Satan is connected to the UFO phenomenon. Now, this is obviously somebody, one of these typical Bible thumpers that everything is Satan. Satan is trying to bring all of us to hell and fight God's will in every single facet of every single day. Everything they don't agree with, it's Satan. The old water boy, Bobby Boucher and his mama, Everything's Satan. Everything they don't agree with is Satan. That is obviously the type of person who wrote this letter. That is who they are. They see Satan in everything. And everything they don't agree with is Satan. They just can't understand or realize that just, you know, there's this crazy shit out there. And it's a shame. And don't get me wrong. I don't discount everything everybody says when it comes to Satan and all that. I think he gets way too much freaking credit. And that's basically what he talks about, how he connects the dots between Satan and the UFO, is basically just because Satan is giving us UFOs to distract us and keep us away from God's word. God's word. Come on, dude. Don't be typical Bible-thumping dickhead, essentially. Not everything is Satan. If you feel that UFO, the UFO phenomenon is 
a uh, tool that Satan uses, I feel sorry for you because you're missing out on the bigger picture. We don't even know what the UFO phenomena is. A lot of it can be explained by natural phenomenon or top secret project we're not privy to. It doesn't mean it's an alien. It doesn't mean Satan is trying to take away or condemn our souls to bring us away from God. No, it's just a phenomenon. We have no idea what it is. And I do believe that there's God. I do believe there's Satan because you can't have good without evil. You can't have light without dark. That much I know for sure. But we, just like the paranormal, the UFO phenomenon, we don't know what it is. We are trying to figure it out. But that is my problem with these over-religious people or religious, I hate to use the term fanatics, but that is my problem with them. If they don't understand it, it's immediately Satan or evil. Keep an open mind. Not everything is freaking evil. Not everything is Satan. Not everything is a freaking demon. Sometimes there's shit we just don't understand. I don't understand how this computer works, but it doesn't mean it's freaking Satan. Keep an open mind. If you feel that way, you have the right to that opinion. But just know that you kind of look kind of stupid and not everybody is going to hell or following Satan's path that is interested or has shown or shown an interest in things they don't understand. That is human nature. We always try to figure things out. That is why we started exploring, because we wanted to find new things and understand them. If we don't understand them, we study them and try to figure it out and form a rational explanation for it. Same thing goes for UFOs. That is why the paranormal has taken off. We don't know all the answers. I'm not saying everything is a spirit or everything is a ghost. There could be rational explanations for it, but we just don't understand it. That is what makes things paranormal. Paranormal or the Satan aspect of it is only one facet of it, and it is one theory. So don't group everything into a box. We are explorers by nature. We want to find answers to things. That is how we got to this point in our lives, by searching for answers, tackling tough concepts or tough ideas or trying to push forward and find out answers and see how things work and understand things. That's what we do. So not everything is Satan. And yes, there could be some evil things. I just think that people of my generation and before have really, you know, they were taught that by the church or their families that everything you don't understand is Satan and Satan's out to get you. Let's face it. You're not that freaking important. I'm not that freaking important. Not everything is something trying to condemn us to hell. We have actually been programmed to think that there is something out to get us at all times. And that is why people fear Satan or fear the demonic or even fear Satanism. People who actually go out and practice or worship or whatever they do or witchcraft or whatever. We fear those people to where it's just another religion, essentially. So we have to look past our fear of the unknown or fear of the understand, not understanding something. And that involves Satanists. If somebody wants to worship Satan, by all means, go right freaking ahead. I don't care. And don't, if you fear somebody that worships Satan, all right, he gets too much credit for shit anyway. Now, I know I'm going to get emails and letters and probably direct messages condemning me for this thought or for this little rant, 
But that's just how I feel. It's just another religion. If you choose to do it, I don't care whether you're a Satanist or not. So that's my rant on that. I do not think Satan is behind the UFO phenomenon by trying to destruct us or distract us and move us away from God. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Let me know what you think. Be sure to, like I said, follow me on Twitter and let me know what you think. You can find me at night underscore ghost. That is really the best way to get a hold of me and let me know what you think. You could you could also go to the website ghostinthenightpodcast.com for this and find the show notes for this page. It'll be the go to paranormal podcast. It'll be the first one you see most likely and leave a comment. Let me know what you think or send me an email as well. Let's move on to the next topic on the agenda. And that is a conversation with Annie McCole. I've interviewed Annie before and had her on the podcast. I've also done another podcast where we kind of revisited one of her stories with the aid of Mac Paranormal. I talked to her the other day and she wanted to come back on the podcast and kind of tell and explain where she's at with her paranormal journey and maybe share a few stories with with us. And that is exactly exactly what we do here. So I hope you enjoy it. Be sure to stick around to the end and we'll cover a little bit of business. So here's my conversation with Annie. On the phone tonight, we have Annie McCall. Now, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, I've had her on this podcast before. And also I did do another, she did, a. she probably might not even know this. She did appear on a second podcast where I covered a story that Max Paranormal did. And I replayed that for the listeners here today. But we have her on the phone. She has made a move up north here to Ohio. And I wanted to get back with her and kind of see how things are going in the paranormal world. And she does have a blog. It's called The Ghost That Know Me. So you definitely want to check that out. So, Annie, how are you doing today? I'm very good. How are you doing today? Oh, just wonderful. It's another day of paradise here in Ohio, which you know all about now. <laughs> yeah, really rainy all week. Really, Yeah, down here in Cincinnati, it's been really rainy been 85 one day and it was like 49 to 50 yesterday and rainy it's just nasty um yeah okay so how long when exactly did you make the move back north so i'm i moved here in december and the last time i was on your show i was packing up my house in uh west palm beach Mm -hmm. and um we had talked about some of my friends that had died and some of the complications i had during some surgeries and um what started happening and if anybody wanted to hear the, the, the details of all that, that's on the blog at ghostbetnobi.blogspot.com. But, um, you know, even when we talked in, when I was in Florida, like I was really kind of skeptical mm-hmm. and then something would happen and I would be, con- you know, convinced for a day and then I'd go back to being skeptical. And, you know, now I've moved to Ohio I thought that, you know, maybe my apartment was haunted. I do have a haunted object, but I left the haunted object in my car. So, you know, I thought maybe, like, I wouldn't have experiences in Ohio. And then um, things kind of, kind of, it's, I wouldn't say worse because I haven't had any negative experiences, mm-hmm. but things kind of took off. Uh-huh. And I started having kind of really strange experiences. No. Um, like, my vision, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll chime in. My visions, yeah, my visions and my dreams and my like ability to read people's like personalities and their thoughts, mm-hmm. and then 
ghosts, like, somehow, you know, trying to give me messages or get me to go certain places or meet specific people has been happening a lot. And I have a lot of family members that live in this area that have experienced the paranormal, but I don't really know, like, why it took off when I returned here. Right. Now, just for the listeners, everybody, if they heard your podcast where you on before, you do have some psychic medium abilities. It's not really refined. You suppress those abilities for a long time, and you're just now starting to really get in touch with them, correct? Yeah, like I really don't, I, I have never had anybody train me, except, right. you know, my family member that tells me, but my family's kind of like a sink or swim kind of mentality, like, uh, you know how to do this, like, you figure it out, like, you trust your instincts, trust your gut, you know, and, um, you know, not really training me or or reading a lot of books or teaching me. I don't go on investigations or anything like that. So, um, yeah, it's kind of developing very naturally, mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of experiences with negative entities. I mean, I have a few, had a few, but I don't, it doesn't happen very often. Right. Now, when you were on before, we also talked about you, you kind of had an interest in going on some investigations. So you haven't been on any investigations as of, Official. No, I've had, I've been actually invited um, on a couple. They tended to be a little far away right. and it was, you know, in the snowy season right now. Right. So I haven't, um, but I mean, I've been considering it. I want to go, but I want to feel really safe with right. the group that I choose to go with because right. um, I'm, I, I'm safe on my own when this happens because I've been dealing with this since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But some of the locations and everything are kind of scary. You know, I always joke that you could, like, walk right off the edge of Waverly Hills. But um, I have extreme PTSD, and I'm kind of worried going into a place that might have some negative spirits, like being really vulnerable and and getting an attachment. So um, I just have to find the right group to go with where I feel really safe. Right. Yeah, well, like I think I extended an offer before, but you know I do have a investigation coming up that's you know and we're not too far away, and actually the group that I generally investigate with, I think today they were actually up your way towards uh, the Moonville Tunnel area. I know they're not too far mm-hmm. away from Ohio University. They were up there today, but uh, we do have a. Uh, I know I'm going June first, so you're more than welcome to attend that if you can travel a little bit. Yeah, I might I might pick you up on that offer, it's, actually. Where we're going, I've covered this. It's a location I've been to several. I've probably been there five times. Uh, Rawls Opera House, I've done several podcasts about it in Cynthiana, Kentucky. Oh, you you tried to get me to go there before. Yeah. And you know what's funny is I have this very, I know there's a woman in white there. Right, yeah. And the first time you asked me, I got this clear feeling that I would definitely like I would see her on a stairway and I don't know why I just every time that it comes up I keep thinking like I'm going to see her on in in a big stairway that's kind of the thing there I've never seen the lady in white um in person but it is reported that she there's a stairway going upstairs to the balcony levels and people have seen her come down that stairway now that is the uh that particular location is where you know, I've caught a shadow figure in a still photo, and I also have, uh, we did uh, an investigation. Matter of fact, the last time I was there, I did an episode on that as well, But where, or I put a video up on YouTube with that one, where, you know, we had some lights turn on, kind of weird for no, oh. for no particular reason. 
Of all the places I've been to, that's got the most activity. I don't think there's anything dark or evil there. I mean, it seems more of just something wants to make a contact with you, but but that's, I know, I'm pretty sure we're going back there June 1st, I think. I think it's Saturday, June 1st. I have to check. And it's scheduled to check. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have to see if I can do that. Okay, let's see. So, I know you, you, you spoke about just a little bit briefly there, and you talked about last podcast, but really, things really ramped up with you when your friend passed away and he was speaking to you. Now, is he still reaching out to you and making contact with you? Well, yes. And he, like, I am eventually going to start some YouTube channels. I write other blogs and um, I write on different topics, but he talks to me over the ghost hunting app from Google Play. And a lot of people say it doesn't work, but he, it is like a texting conversation. Like the other day I got, I even posted on Twitter. You can see it on my Twitter profile. He was, I was having a problem with a family member. His family member was sick and um, having problems, and I was getting very frustrated. And he texted, like, or I say texted because it's just like texting somebody. Right. But it said, "Cut the cord, never." Mm. And it was, it said a couple other things about, like, um, kind of like about us being a family because um, they were both military people. And then it's, I got up to do laundry, and it said. And I was like, geez, why, why did I sit down? So I sat down and then it said, doctor. And I said, well, yeah, I went to the doctor today. And it said, no, it said him. And, you know, I was, I thought it meant because the pro- the person was already having an issue. But the next day, um, the person's legs swelled up and they had to go to the emergency room. Wow. Um, so it was kind of. But I also was in a situation, this is kind of funny, um, I am divorced and I I was dating somebody and the ghost app was on and um, the person kissed me and the ghost app said, you're a horrible wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, I started, to, I was like, you know, Matthew, you're such a jerk. And I'm like, you know, telling off. And my friend, I think at this point, didn't... The, the guy was saying, I don't think he re- really believes all of it. Right. And so I'm telling off this ghost app and it starts talking to me. <laughs> and it starts, it said, you know, uh, it just, it started talking to me. And I said, well, I start, I was leaving and I said, are you coming with me? Or are you staying here? And it said, going, going with you. And, and then I said, well, are you going in the car with me? And it said, no, I'm up too high. And he makes a lot of jokes like he's an angel. Right. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I get these weird messages. I get jokes. I get movie references. Like, weird. It's it's kind of funny. So I am going to try to get on YouTube and, like, post some of those videos so people see that it really does happen. Right. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I've had a love-hate relationship with the apps. But I think I know which one, which app you're using because I think we kind of discussed it before. It's so hit and miss. I've had really good responses with them at times, and then I've had just random bullshit that I've had, has no bearing on what anything. But I have had a few responses, and it's kind of weird. I just don't know what to make of them, really. Well, what I find curious about it is he is the only person that usually comes through. Right. 
and it's really clear because of the the things he says and the personality and the joke. Like they're all very clearly him, and he's always talking about my family members mm-hmm. or his family members, or you know, or putting out names of people that I'm going to meet. Like I'll get a name, and like a couple weeks later, I'll meet somebody, and um, it'll be that specific name. It's um. So, yeah, it happens. He's always around. Right. Yeah. That, um, that's, I mean, that's comforting for you, I'm sure, as long as he doesn't, you know, start turning to the dark side and messing with you a little bit. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't. Yeah. And that's funny. I remember the last time we actually communicated was the guy you were dating. You just started dating a guy, I believe, because in the conversation. Because you, yeah. you, you sent me a message about, it was back in December, I think, was actually the last time we actually talked or corresponded through Twitter, I believe it was. But you sent me a message about you had a vision of some kind of engage, engagement ring or some kind of ring. Do you remember this conversation we had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but well, just, just for the listeners, she sent me that message. And just so everybody knows, I w- actually, I think it was on a Monday, and I was in proposing to my fiancé now, on Wednesday. So I started to freak out a little bit when you sent that message like, oh shit, what the hell's going on? She's picking up on what I'm doing. This is getting weird. <laughs> well, it's possible because there are other people. What I'm noticing too is um, there are other people in my in my visions. Like when I have a vision in my dream like that, there are people around. And then when, see like sometimes I'm wrong and I think it's about me or I think it's about like a specific person in my life but then later on down the road I meet somebody and their family and I see the people that were in my dream so at the time when we talked I thought it was about a specific person later I met somebody else and met their family and it was their mother in my dream Wow! and so because I, 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 I kept asking and he pulled out a picture and I was like, oh, my God, you know, that's that's who is in my dream. Wow. So. Um, so, yeah, let me tell you a story about about that. Actually, um, I so I had some somebody contact me and they were interested in my blog and I had known him since high school. So I went over to see to his house one day. We were going to watch, you know, shows. TV shows, ghost shows, and stuff, and um, I uh, I started having this feeling like something was like to- somebody was talking to me, like somebody kept talking to me, talking like in my ear, over my shoulder. Um, this story is also on MeetMyGhost.com on the Rosewater episode, but um, he he was he wouldn't stop, he would not leave me alone, and I started you know having visions of what he looked like, and I realized that it was a relative of this person. Hmm. And so I paid attention because I kept having a repeated thought and I knew, you know, that was the message to give the person. So I gave the person the message and um, I continued, you know, spending a lot of time at that house and um, I had other things happen. So like, I think the guy was telling, eh, I don't know if this is true. Like he, he didn't really believe that the message I gave him. He was he was a little spooked. Right. And so like the next week I went upstairs to use the bathroom and I got this creepy feeling like somebody was with me. So 
my answer to everything is turn on the light. Because if right. I turn on the light, I can't I can't see the ghost. Right. So um, I can see them in my mind, but I can't see them visually. So for some reason, that makes me feel better. So I I turn on I tried to turn on the light, and the light came on. The light went off, and the fan came on. And so I tried to turn on the light again, and this is the light switch. And so I turned the light on again. The light came on. The light went off. The fan came on. And so I tried again. So then I go downstairs and I said, is there something wrong with your light? And he said, what are you talking about? And I said, I tried to explain. So he, he, he takes me back upstairs and says, show me. So I show him and he was just stunned. And he was like, I don't know how this is happening. And he picks up a remote and he's like, that light can't even come on. It's completely turned off. It can't come on with that switch. Wow. So he had no, like for some, so then, um, a little couple, you know, weeks later, I saw a hand, like a shadow hand, like reach in the room mm-hmm. and pull out of the room and then reach back in. And I w- and I saw it and I'm like, you know, did I just see that? Mm-hmm. And then I, but I kind of realized like something was just kind of playing around and, um, and I, and I think it was this family, you know, this family member. A couple times, like, uh, the guy had, had to go to bed early and he told me I had to leave. I had to leave on time. You know, I couldn't, we, he couldn't stay up late. And he said a specific time. And when the time came on the, uh, clock, exactly, like 10 o'clock exactly, um, it said that the ghost app said, um, get out, quarantine. And it was snowing at the time, and I was always complaining about driving home in the snow, and it said, go freeze. Wow. <laughs> and I had this feeling that there was this shadow figure to my left, and I didn't say anything. I'm like, he's going to think I am crazy. Like, I'm not going to tell him that I see the shadow, fi- the, the shadow figures right here. And I didn't say anything, and then it said left. And it, that's exactly where I could feel, feel it. Wow. And so I was like, oh, like, he knew I knew he was there. Right. And so he, he was kind of aggressive. So I ended up telling him he wasn't aggressive in a negative way, but he just really like wanted to talk to me and communicate with me. So I finally said, listen, you're really nice and everything, but you're so aggressive, more aggressive than other ghosts. Like I need to tone it down a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you come in my dreams? Why don't you talk to me in my dreams? So for like a week straight, I started having all these beautiful, happy, happy, happy dreams. And the funny thing is, like, I really don't have dreams unless they are related to paranormal, like, like visions or things that are going to happen. So it was kind of rare. Um, I actually take sleep medication, so I don't have dr- violent dreams and, mm. like, a lot of dreams. So it was, like, a week straight of all these happy dreams. And they all involved, like, this family and stuff. It was kind of wild. So then, um, you know, it just, there were times, like, he he would just say things on the ghost app, you know, uh, like I said, to talk to the family member one day and it said something about a pack. Right. And it was like, cause you know, he and I had made this pack. He's going to come in my dream. Hmm. And so he was like, you know, no, nope, I'm not talking to you. Like, you know, and, he, um, but, uh, yeah, it was, that was an interesting thing about that, that how. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I wish I got that kind of response up with the app the ghost app that I have, but I'm not that fortunate. Of course, I'm not as gifted when it comes to the paranormal psychically as you are apparently. So maybe if I had worked on my psychic side a little bit, maybe I'd have a little bit more luck with it. So 
speaking, you haven't you said earlier you haven't had any really encounters with anything dark or um, negative, correct? Not in Ohio, no. Oh. I had um, two negative, uh, I would say three negative experiences in Florida oh. that were kind of scary. Yeah. Now, do you have kind of a way or a plan in case you do come across something a little bit more darker, or a little bit more sinister? How would you uh, go about protecting yourself and staying yeah. safe? Well, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because I wrote about one of the experiences in the blog post and I... I didn't want anybody to like take it the wrong way. Like the way I deal with it is the way I've learned to deal with it since I was a child based on like the way I was raised and the feelings that I had growing up. And I was raised in, um, in a very religious family. And so like I, but it was a, it, it was a religion where you have like a personal relationship with God and you know, you, it, it really wasn't based on like, uh, the, like you, you can go to church, you can worship and everything like that, but it was more based on your personal relationship. So you're constantly communicating with your higher power yourself. So when something like that arises, like, you know, I just pray and I ask for help and I, and I say this, this higher power, this God's going to protect me and, you know, fight it off you know, with that, with that kind of thing. And I've never had a problem. It's always worked in that way. And it actually, uh, my husband had some negative experiences. Um, uh, my ex-husband had some negative experiences and he had to do the same thing and it worked for him. But, you know, everybody has their own religions and beliefs and, you know, things. And, you know, it, I, whatever works for anyone else and what they believe, you know, I, you know, embrace and accept for them. Um, that's just, since I was a kid, I tell a story in my blog. When I was a kid, I used to feel like there were always people watching me and that there were always people with me. And I always felt that it had to be God because like, I didn't think it could be ghosts. (laughs) So, you know, I think like I always spent that time like, um, so it's, it's really natural for me to think that if these, if these, good spirits or bad spirits are here, then there's this higher power that's also there watching me. Right. Cause that's just what I thought since I was a kid. Right. Um, so any, uh, you've, we've talked about your blog. So, and you've said you're going to maybe start making some YouTube videos to go, to go along with the blog, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Um, but go ahead and tell everybody where they can find the blog and where they can find you on Twitter. Just in case I forget to hit that when we get out of here, but so they can go check out your blog. The- the blog is ghoststhatknowme.com, or I'm so sorry, I said it wrong, ghoststhatknowme.blogspot.com, mm. and then on Twitter, I'm at ghost underscore no underscore me. Okay. Um, and then also, like, if you Google Annie Nick Cole um, on Google, a lot of the radio episodes, like podcast episodes, right. will come up first, so... Yeah. The other episode of Ghosts in the Night and everything will right. come up first. Right, because yeah, I know I know for a fact if you Google your name, you'll like the your stuff with Max Paranormal. That episode he did with you pops up for sure. I know for sure because that's how when I contacted him, it, that's got what got me thinking about contacting him to share it. Because you shared that story that you shared with him the first go around on this podcast, but I thought it was you know nice to kind of hear him highlight him a little bit telling the story because he did it 
much better than I could actually, you know, recite the story. So, but I know for a fact, if you, yeah, it, if you Google that, Max, you, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Max channel is really good. And actually he did the video. It got over 200 hits right. and then he redid and made a completely different video and it got 200 hits. Oh, really? So it's a, yeah. So I mean, he, he did two separate videos using the same stories. And so combined, they, they had over 400 hits, and his channel's really taken off. Right. So. Yeah, because he took a little bit of a break there, I guess, and now he's back to making videos this week. I think he posted another one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah, because that story was fascinating, the whole... Uh, in which, like I said, you shared it the first go-around on here, which it, it's really interesting, especially the one, the, the part... Because it was a two-part story, essentially, the, um, the boat with the... Uh, I'm drawing it blank. Yeah, the bow with the siren. The siren, and then, yes. Huh? And then in the bar, seeing all the, the bar. people with different outfits. Yeah, the bar thing. Well, I have, one more, I have one more short story for you, sure, but this can be a cliffhanger for you. So I also, you know, in my blog, I had a lot of experiences at work in Florida. And, and that's like one of the things where it, it started to really turn me into a believer in the paranormal because... It was affecting other people that I worked with, sometimes two or three of us in the room at the same time. Right. So it's like, well, I'm not crazy. Like everybody else is having, having this experience with me. Well, I got up here and I started working a new job. I work at a different store, um, a whole different, you know, whole different um, company. Right. And my manager came to me. Her husband had passed away. And there were questions concerning his death. And as she's telling me, you know, I got visions of him. I got visions of what happened and, but she wanted to take me to the location and she's talking and I start to realize that three days before I had gone to take my rent checkout to my landlord and I ended up lost on this road. I had no idea where I was. I had no idea how I got there. Wow. I ended up having to call the landlord and get the directions to get back to her house. And she even asked me, like, how in the world did you end up there? And I'm like, I, I didn't know. And so the woman at work is telling me the story that she wants to take me to this location. And I'm realizing it's the exact road that I, re you know, I, I realized how lost I was. It was beside a church. And um, I was, you know, when I saw that church, I'm like, geez, I, I have to call somebody. I'm really lost. And um, that's the exact location she wanted to take me to. Wow. And um, so I haven't gone there yet. And <laughs> there's also some other places, um, like uh, some other places around this Columbia and a county area mm -hmm. that my friends want to take me. And so I'm hoping to share all that on my blog and on my YouTube channel. Cool. That, that'll, that'll definitely be interesting. Which part, you're in kind of the north central, correct, towards Pennsylvania? Uh. I'm on the tri-state, the tri-state area, so I'm right on the Pennsylvania-West Virginia-Ohio border. Okay. All right, yeah. Because there's some fascinating areas up that way that it's got a lot of history with the paranormal out there. Yeah, and that's why I wonder if this, that's why some of this took off when I came back here. Right. Um, having my family being here and then just because this area, there's a lot of old buildings. There's a lot of old rundown companies that, you know, are just out of business and stuff like that. All right. All right. We are going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank Annie for coming back on the podcast and definitely go check out her um, blog because I'm sure you'll be doing, when you actually go to that 
place. You'll be doing a blog on it, and you'll be able to finish up the story there. Yes, I will. You'll be reading it. All right, and when definitely when you get your uh, YouTube channel up and get some videos up there, let me know so I can give you a shout-out and make sure we get you some followers and some views for that. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for coming on. All righty. That was an episode from last year. It, you know, the Satan and UFO connection just shows the craziness of some people, how they are looking to find evil, how they're looking to find negativity in everything in which in today's climate, that is obviously apparent. Everything is a doomsday scenario. We are all going to perish. We are all, the end times are upon us. And that is just a mindset that some people have to get away from thinking. I mean, I don't know whether it's just human genetics or human psychology. That's what we think about, but it's crazy. And until we have a change or until, or until we get some rational people in places of authority or just with a, a voice, I don't see it changing. And we have to be careful. We have to kind of, uh, see what, I mean, just, I guess sit back and enjoy the ride because it's a roller coaster. And the second part was my conversation with Annie. Um, I, like I said in the intro, I always enjoy talking to Annie. She's fun. She, she has a interesting perspective. Um, be sure to go check out her blog at the ghost that know me. I will put a links in the show notes and description of this episode. So that's going to wrap it up. Don't forget, we have a new show on our Patreon page. If you want to get that, it is called Conspiracy Madness. It is only for patrons of the Patreon page. So two bucks a month gets you all the bonus episodes that I do, including that Conspiracy Madness episode. So be sure to check it out. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to follow us on however you listen to podcasts, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. The list goes on. Just to name a few, I guess. But be sure to follow, rate, review, all that happy stuff. And uh, visit ghostinthenightpodcast.com for the show notes, where we have some paranormal merch. So be sure to check all that out. And we'll see you next week for... Or we'll see you on Thursday for uh, the regular episode 88. So, take care, everybody. Mm -hmm.